that's right. All the stories we couldn't get to in the first three plus hours of the program, we get to now in grab bag. And how about the Boston Celtics are in action late tonight? They got the old West Coast trip taking on the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, a Warriors team that has not been very good. Ooh. Even uh, they've won back to back games. They are still outside the top ten in the Western Conference. Meanwhile, the Celtics, who are a perfect fourteen and zero at home. Are a very mortal six and five on the road. So, uh, what are you looking forward to on this uh, trip, if anything? Uh, I like the energy of this team. I yeah. know everybody was making a big deal about Joe Missoula the other night and he, the way he was celebrating, and and not just because he was sort of celebrating my guy JB and the no. way he played to right. close out that game. Yep. But um, I, I do. I think this team. I think Porzingis has a, an interesting energy to him. I don't think I knew how uh, playful, positive. Like, he's got an interesting personality. He fits in really well. Yeah, yeah. and I'm intrigued. Even um, to some degree, the way Peyton Pritchard has played and, like, picked his spots and had these games, I kind of am developing a little faith in him or um, Cornette, Hauser. Like, there's a the yeah. role players, the way they're Well, I'll tell you what, in. I, I kind of like Hauser and only because he's going to trust the- him. Well, yes. Now, I don't think you're going no, to... I mean, to... like, big game, big spot. Well, no, but I don't think he's going to be in a big game, big oh, spot. Oh, I think there will be a time this year where he takes a three that matters significantly. All right, in, like, a big regular season game or a big playoff I don't game? Know. Okay. Because Somewhere along the line, I'm telling you, you're going to live and die with a Hauser three. So I think you'll... You, if somebody gets... One of their top six gets hurt, then yes, I think that will happen with Hauser. Like, I think he's going to... Take some They're minutes, hit some threes. They are seemingly I mean, always hurt. In the playoffs, though. questionable tonight, I believe, with that calf. But if, uh, yeah, I got to double check. But he's yeah. out. He's out, according to Stiz. Right. We don't listen. He's no, we don't. Got to F and listen. in the trending. Who's in the trending. But think about it. If Hauser. after he ran the open again. If the, uh, when the trade deadline comes up and you're looking around, you're like, all right, who do you want them to add? If somebody was shooting whatever percentage Hauser is from three, we'd be saying, oh, that guy, bring that guy in. Yeah. So, like, they have him. Like, sure. they, have, they have a guy no, I agree. that can knock down some threes. But that doesn't mean that guy's ready to hit a big shot at a no, big time. That's fair. Um, but, no, and and I noticed I sent you a story, mm-hmm. and one of the stories surrounding this team is how yep. well Jalen Brown is playing, and somehow we've gotten three quarters, seven-eighths of the way through the show, and we, we haven't a lot found time plate. to talk about Jalen Brown being good. But when Jalen Brown stinks... Rich Keefe's ready to rip all over Jalen Brown, and he can't go left, and he bumbles the ball, and he turns it over, and he takes bad shots and all these things. But when he's rolling, and he's got assists out the wazoo, and they're winning because the way he's playing, and they're closing games because the way he's playing, it's funny, he gets pushed to the side and barely makes grab bag. We only have a four-hour show. There is a possum in a Christmas tree. (laughs) There was a lot of stuff we had to get to, so I apologize. I'll get it, honey. It must be grab bag. But you're right. Read uh, our guy Terp's article on uh, Jalen Brown. Yes. No, you didn't. I read the headline. It says he's playing great. He has a lot of good numbers in there, trends for Jalen Brown, uh, assist totals. There's a lot of good stuff in there. All right. That's something good to watch. And I, if you recall, and you won't. I won't. Because this is what you do. Yep. You people. I'm going to treat you like I treat Fitzy. I'll say this. Go ahead. You... I said I think he's going to diversify his game. His scoring will be down, but I think he's going to do things in other ways. Scoring, and he's doing it. Scoring down, rebounding down, assists the same, field goal percentage down. Is that on the totality of the year or the recent success? The season. Yeah, 24 games. He started a little slow. All right. Okay. He even, felt even a little you... bit of the pressure of a 
Hey, John Morant's back. Shooter's got to shoot. <laughs> Shooter's got to shoot. John Morant and the Grizzlies. I hear he's gunning for the rest of the West. The Grizzlies suck. They're 6-19, and 19, so uh, Marcus Smart hasn't brought any magic to the Grizz. Well, he's been hurt too, right? Yes, he has. Yeah, he's not playing. That's a cheap shot. Uh, the Pelicans are leading the Grizzlies currently 93-81 in the fourth quarter. John Morant, 20 points, four rebounds, seven assists. So he's back. Taking a lot of shots. Yes, he is. Has he been gunning from yep. the first quarter to he the has. end of the game? Yes, he has. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a grab back. Bruins update. They are currently trailing the Minnesota Wild 3-2 late in the game, which is not good for my Boston parlay or anybody else who took the Boston parlay. Thought they would... Get the win, and that uh, may not be the case. It's not over. No, it's not. No, it is not. That's a good Nothing point. is over. It's beginning to look a lot like grab bag. I'll tell you what, last night, Monday Night Football, I still think they made a mistake flexing out the Patriots Chiefs because all the storylines, the Taylor Swift angle, like all of that, but you ended up getting a very competitive game, and you got a uh, comeback by the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'll tell you, in the postgame, that Drew Locke comes across very likable. He and Geno Smith, very similar, like in their career arcs, if you will. What were they doing to each other to celebrate from afar? I don't know. Is that a Superman? Was that like thing? a Superman? I don't know if I didn't Superman. understand. I it. didn't either. I didn't okay. get the follow up on that. It was something, but they both were in sync with that. Oh, yeah. And Geno was hurt, didn't play. But like it seemed genuine. That he couldn't have been happier for Drew Locke in that moment. Very rare. And I think it's human nature. I don't even blame a lot of quarterbacks. Hard for one quarterback to really root for the other. Oh, unless yeah. there's like a big game. Unless it's Brian Hoyer and Tom Brady. It's very difficult when there's like a competition at that spot in particular. Only one guy can play, you know. I do know that. Unless you're Steve Spurrier and you want to trot him out every other play. It's a visor guy, so I'll support him. But uh, Drew Locke gets the win. Seattle's playoff hopes stay alive. And Geno Smith, Drew Locke, kind of a cool story. Like a really yes. cool story, actually. Um, and I would say, if you haven't seen it yet, go on Twitter and find the Lisa Salter interview with Drew Locke. Um, he's very, it's a, it's a little extended. He's emotional. Yeah, yeah. Even to the point where, turn your mic on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, what he said. He, he said something to the effect like, you know, human nature, you start to wonder if you're still that guy and if you can still do it. And it's only one night. I'm not saying like, no, it go buy a jersey, yeah. Drew Locke jersey. Do not do that. Um, but fun story. It was and, cool. And, and I always say this, like we talk about it, and you do this occasionally because you, you got a youthfulness to you. that you, you live that world. Thank you. Where you say like somebody sucks and they're trash. <laughs> I thought you were were actually giving me a compliment there. Um, And we say, like... I don't think I've ever said anybody's trash. You have, absolutely. All right. The third preseason game. trash. Nick Ritchie, former Bruin, great trash. But they're not. They were great until they reached this level. And, like, that was special for Drew Locke. Even though a lot of America was probably like, oh, another backup quarterback I got to watch on a prime time. Oh, and Hurts is sick and this whole thing. Yep. And that's why this. That's why sports are cool. That's why yeah, I'm with you, you know networks pay billions. And even though you didn't think that was a great game, whatever you watched the finish and that throw and that play and then the interview, it's cool. That's why. That's why you watch sports. Ah, oh, come on, Bruins didn't score. Nope. Oh yeah, they did, bud. Yeah, they did, bud. Grandma got run over by a grab bag. 
Pa- uh, Matt Patricia, how about this? This came out on Sunday. Jay Glazer had it, but Matt yeah. Patricia is now essentially the de facto D coordinator. They didn't fire their D coordinator, but Patricia, who was like a advisor, like another one of these roles, he's calling defensive plays now for oh, Philly. Yeah. And giving up the game at the end. Sure did. <laughs> sure did. Um, and I like Matt Patricia. I don't want to take pot shots at him, but um, that Guy's was not, been through enough. Great, not a great end for his first game. Weird situation, though. Nice I catch, too, by very Smith nice. and Jigbo. But I don't feel like you generally see that significant of a shakeup on a team that was 10-3 and three heading into last night. Yeah, they weren't long ago where they had the best record in football or tied for the best record in football. So, like, that was interesting to me that they made that decision. But my buddy who's an Eagles season ticket holder, I was texting with him about it, and uh, I was like, good luck. And he was like, can't be worse. Like, they, he didn't like the other guy. They had so, 10 wins. Yeah, but I don't think Am I not all, paying close enough attention? I, I like, guess not. I guess he they didn't have a like great D-line. I did hear talk about they had become... Um, watching one of those, whether it was Orlovsky, yeah. yeah. Like, they had certain tells where they would run the exact same defense. Can't they would be it. like no no post-snap movement, no, you know, trying to f- trick the quarterback. It was like, line up and play. Mm-hmm. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old grab bag. Every once in a while on the grab bag, we do a This Day in Sports. How about 13 years where ago were you? today? If you were watching the Patriots, you saw this. 15-7. Bouncing ball fielded at the 25. Oh, you got to be kidding Oh, me. look at this. This is Dan Connolly, the right <laughs> guard. The right guard. Still going to the four-yard line. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Hey, Dan, what's your career highlight? Oh, unreal. Dan Conley puts two hands on this football from the first moment saying, all right, as soon as somebody hits me, nobody nobody hit me there. No, it didn't happen. But remember what Mike McCarthy told us. He said all the injuries we've had on defense, the biggest issue. Amazing. Amazing. Dan Conley. Dan Conley. You kick it a little short, you're not going to have the true return guy get it. Usually they tell the big fellas just to maybe take a knee, but nope, Dan Conley. And he was ready to go down. Yes, and then like, like kept going, kept going, kept going. Well, like, if you're not going to stop me, I'm not going to stop. I thought he was going to score. Like that was so cool. It would have been awesome if he had scored. Kind of needed. I mean, it was awesome in its, it's own right. It's still very memorable, yeah. even without the score. But, but the but score puts it over the top. It would have, yeah, for sure. Crab <laughs> bag. Well, no surprise, but Aaron Rodgers has sort of put an end to the comeback talk. He was on yeah. McAfee, so he doesn't feel 100%, so he's not going to push it. But when the Jets get eliminated from the playoffs, I think that was kind of an obvious thing. But That is the worst news ever for the Patriots on two levels. Def- definitely. They hear you could screw up your season by beating the Jets in the finale, which screws up your draft pick next April. And then, oh, by the way, not that I would wish ill on anybody, but... If he came back too early, he gets hurt. Maybe he doesn't play next year. You can leapfrog frog the Jets. The Jets are now going to be a Super Bowl contender next year if he doesn't get hurt. Like, I firmly believe that. They're a Super I, Bowl contender with him at quarterback. Yeah, I agree. And there's also a chance that, including your game, they could lose out. And right now the Jets are scheduled to pick seventh, but it's super muddied there, and they could easily pick fourth. And you know what that means? They, they could be like Marvin the Harrison Bengals Jr. that year when Joe Burrow got hurt. They yes. got Jamar Chase, and it sets them up. So it's bad. Whoever news. it is, yeah, it's maybe bad. it's Bowers. 
Would he fit in on that offense? I bet he would. Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. And and so they're going to get a player better than a team of their overall collective talent should get. Yeah, that I... That's a kick in the old cojones. When Bill's coaching him, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> and just when it's just from the entertainment aspect of it, which we keep going back to with the Patriots, if you said, hey, Aaron Rodgers is in the last game and you get to see him coming yeah. off the kill, like, oh, hell yeah, let's take a look at it. But no, not happening. It's a grab bag. So there's a whole back and forth on Tommy DeVito, of course, the uh, the quarterback du jour for the New York Giants and uh, was the star of Monday Night Football two weeks ago. It was not so hot against the Saints on Sunday. But there was a story that he was going to do a signing and, like, appearance. an appearance at a pizza place in New down, Jersey. Come on down, see the latest in Italian sensation, and Tommy it's DeVito. A, it's a bit of a he said, he said at this point. But apparently what the story was is they had agreed upon $10,000 for him to show up, sign a bunch of autographs, yep. hang out, whatever. Then he played really well on Monday Night Football. People were talking about it. And apparently the price went to twenty grand. Dink move. And then he wasn't going to go at all because the pizza place came out and was like, listen, 10 was already pushing it. We can't do 20, so sorry he's not coming. And then uh, Stiletto, the agent, was like, well, we never agreed upon 10. And it was like a whole back and forth. And then the other, they had receipts. They basically had they the back and forth of... Correct. You agreed to, to 10 because there was like it was. 90 minutes, 250 autographs, something like that. Like it was all kind of mapped out. Now, I, I agree with the agent. You didn't have a written contract, but apparently you're not a man of your word. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like Jeremy, uh, not Jeremy McGuire, but uh, Bob Sugar was not a man of his word. But you know who needs to be a man of his word? Who's that? A guy like DeVito who goodwill will carry you for years after I, you're out. Because guess what? This isn't going to last long. No, we know that. We no, all know this isn't going to last long. You need as many people to still love you and have good feelings about you down the road when you're selling cars, when right. you're pushing pizza, but, whenever you do. So, doing. update to the story. Yes, he did show up at the, was it Giuliano's, Giuliano's? Yeah, Dig, something like that. So, he ended up showing up, and so hopefully kind of a no harm, no foul well, situation Well, yeah, but it's a little bit of a, yeah, a fake, bit. like, make good. It's like a let's see what happens next kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Thanks for calling the Rich Keefe Show. You have selected Grab Bag. There's a new teaser out today for a Adam Sandler drama that'll be coming to Netflix on March 1st called Spaceman, where wow, he goes to space. That sounds interesting. <laughs> what is it? What's, what's it about? Well, it's actually kind of an interesting. Uh, let me get you the synopsis. Netflix for it. is just like, here, Adam, do whatever you want. Uh, Spaceman. I kind of liked that Halloween movie. Um, Hubie. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Hubie Halloween? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the IMDb says, uh, let's see, whatever Adam Sandler's character's name, Jacob, uh, orphaned as a boy and raised in the Czech countryside by his grandparents, overcomes his odds to become the country's first astronaut. They need to do better than that. I'm but- not. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. I don't know if that's good. Not feeling it, dog. I don't know if that's good. And I like Adam Sandler. Like I've watched a lot of Adam Sandler movies. I enjoy them. Dramas, non-dramas, comedies, dramas, the original, gems. Woo, the whole thing. Smoked that, but right, that didn't hook me. All right, so it says uh, six months into a solitary research mission to the edge of the solar system, an astronaut realizes that the marriage he left behind might not be waiting for him when he returns to Earth. Oh, you dirty! Tramp. But then I believe he ends up talking to like somebody like out there, like an AI voice or something. I think it might be a drama and a sci-fi. Uh. Adventure thriller actually is what's even being referred to as thriller. Wow, not in on that. I mean, I'll check it out. I, I, I mean, I, I could sell so it better, but that's what IMDb said. Hey, Homer, guess what? It's time for grab bag. 
New, uh, oop, far, that about is that. disgusting. It's not good. We should drop that. But new yes. dork episode out right now on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcast. Okay. Davey and I saw Godzilla minus one, the new Godzilla movie. Awesome. Was it? Awesome. Uh, okay. Doesn't it have the other one in it too? No. Oh, you're thinking of Godzilla Kong? There's another one of those coming out. No, this is a Japanese movie, so it is entirely oh, okay. in subtitles. Two hours of subtitles, but also a lot of reading. sweet monster action. Okay. Great Godzilla and really good human story, which normally you don't get in monster shows. Okay. Usually you're like, all right, let's cut to the chase here, but the, the, it was a, it was really good. I loved it. Yeah, because, no, I saw the trailer just the other day for the Godzilla Kong. Yeah. Yeah, that's a different one. Now, is that a the Kong Skull Island? Yes, I believe Same that's all Kong together. World? I believe so. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I kind of liked that one. Those were good. Yeah. Yeah, those were good. There's multiples? I think I only saw the first one. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll catch you up. There's a few. I think the Godzilla that came out in 2014 is a part of that universe, not the one from Matthew Broderick where uh, Puff Daddy and Jimmy Page had a track on the old soundtrack. I don't think I saw that one. All right. Uh, well, speaking the, of it was a recent Godzilla, too, right? Yes, like there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They're all in that. That's what we're done. Okay, the Skull okay, Island okay, world okay. and I going ap